morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you're here to join with me today on this, the 30th of July, 2020. It is 534 in the morning. And I could have stayed in bed a bit longer, but I actually intended to get up a lot sooner. Uh, A lot of things to get done this morning. let the cat out. He was demanding to be released. And it's a drizzly, rainy kind of morning today. Uh, hope that changes. Hope it doesn't make the whole day that way. But uh, anyway, uh, hope you're having a good one. It's a Thursday. That means I have to drive in to work at the clinic today instead of working from home. Hmm. I've got some uh, K cup cappuccino today. It is from Hostess. It is Twinkie flavored. And I would say it's kind of Twinkie flavored. It is good. I do like that. Uh, On the mornings when the bitterness of the coffee just doesn't seem to be the thing, this is a nice, this is a nice alternative. I just feel like I'm in a gas station drinking (laughs) that version of cappuccino. Oh, well. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. When I woke up this morning, if if I sit there and I play on the phone, I get up way too late. If I just say, okay, let's get up, let's get the podcast going, let's, you know, yada, 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 then I get a lot more productivity done. But that was not the case today. I was flipping through because I was, I was still tired and uh, came across uh, something. It was... Um, uh, I, I um, belong to a um, SpaceX group just to kind of keep tabs of things with uh, Elon Musk and the uh, uh, the different uh, spaceships that he's launching, the different rockets. Uh, and uh, some of you may be following that, some of you may not, some of you may be going, who are you talking about? Uh, but he's... Uh, He's an interesting guy. He's he's the one who developed uh, the Tesla. He's the guy who's created uh, a uh, a pretty successful so far um, space program, private privately owned space program, and he is also uh, launching a satellite internet system. Now we've got some satellite internet up there already if you watch commercials you got HughesNet, and we've had satellite telephones the old uh, iridium uh system that was uh really the the first system of that type where they had i think 36 uh satellites orbiting all over the earth and provided uh full coverage from anywhere on the planet of uh, cell phone coverage of course it was very expensive I think it was $10 a minute or maybe it was $100 a minute. I mean it was a ridiculous price, but you were you were you could literally stand on the South Pole and have a phone conversation. Well, what he's doing is uh with his um with extra payload space on the rockets that he's sending up, he's sending up pods that have his Starlink little satellites. And when I say little, I'm, I'm, they say they're roughly about the size of a table. Well, tables come in different sizes, but I guess when you're talking about, you know, space, that's that's, you know, all the same. 
and uh, I think he's releasing like 60 at a time. And uh, the initial goal is to have around 1,500 satellites orbiting the Earth, eventually going to 12,000 satellites uh, orbiting the Earth, uh, providing internet to anybody, anywhere, you know, for a price. But if you live out in the middle of nowhere, if you have very poor uh, internet service, uh, this could be a very good alternative for you. And there's a little satellite dish, and it, it actually supposedly tracks and moves and tracks to keep up with these different satellites as they fly overhead. They're in a low Earth orbit. And uh, so anyway, I was, I was looking at that, <clears throat> and uh, uh, there was a post on there that was talking about a particular graphic that kind of showed the web of these uh, satellites, where their orbits would be and in, in, in such. And somebody said, well, you know, with that many satellites up there, <clears throat> um, you know, how can you, um, you know, was he going to be able to get his uh, rockets to fly through that net of satellites uh, without hitting any of them? And is it getting so crowded that we won't be able to launch any kind of rockets? And that was kind of the question posed. And I, th and I was looking at the graphic and thinking, yeah, that does, you know, look kind of uh, thick. And then I was thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <clears throat> I'm looking at a small graphic. And the lines are not to scale. The lines tracking the uh, the satellite path is not accurate in size. If you've got something the size of a table <clears throat> and you're reducing the earth to the size of a graphic that I could see on my phone, you would not be able to see the accurate line. And I started thinking, well, how could I figure out how far apart these satellites are? I'm not a math guy. You know, that's why I didn't continue on with chemistry or science as my major, and I went to the uh, softer science of psychology. Didn't have to take but one math class. But I started thinking about a sphere and uh, should be able to, using Google, to easily calculate the square, or not the, uh, the uh, yeah, the, uh, the area, the area of the surface of a sphere. And I just need to figure out, you know, what the the size that I need. Did I need the diameter? Did I need the radius of the Earth? And then also taking it out to the orbit height. And I think these things, oh crud, I was looking it up. I'm not sure if I saw, it's, it's like 300 and some miles up. And, uh, uh, so I was, I was looking and calculating and let me take off my glasses so I could see what I had written here. If you go from, if you look at the radius of the earth going out to where these satellites are going to be. So the center of the earth out to the satellite is going to be approximately 4,155 miles. Well, that's, that's pretty big. That's pretty far out. 
So what does that mean when it comes to the uh, uh, the actual square miles of area out there on this sphere where the satellites are? And so I punched those numbers in and it gave me uh, uh, an exponential number. So I'm just going to write it out so I can see. And uh, yeah, the square miles that it that this sphere would have is uh, 21 billion 700 million square miles. That's a big number. That's a very big number. And so if we um, do a little crunching here, and I know talking numbers on, on this without a graphic is kind of, you know, uh, we're more visual when it comes to numbers. But let me just, uh, let me just take that 21, uh, seven followed by eight zeros. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Divided by the ultimate goal of 12,000 satellites, each satellite would have 18,083 square miles to itself. <laughs> and it's only the size of a coffee table or, or of a table. So a table sitting in the middle of 18,083 square miles. I think there's going to be room for rockets to fly through. <laughs> and what this, this whole thing was, it, it, this little exercise at 4.15 in the morning, um, just got me thinking about how big is big? How big is big well depends on what you're looking at you know there, there was a show a few years ago uh it was on like the discovery channel or the learning channel and there was this guy he did a series of i think eight eight episodes didn't go beyond that but he had a team of builders and they were going to try to set guinness book of world records with making big things uh but with Guinness, that it has to be usable. It has to be authentic, and it has to be usable. You can't just make it if it's not usable, then it doesn't count. So they made a giant skateboard that fit like twenty some people on it, and they rode it down a hillside. Uh, they made this humongous electric guitar, and they put it out in front of uh, uh, an arena where Peter Frampton was going to be uh, performing, and he came out and he played the guitar i mean you're kind of limited when you got a guitar that's like i don't know 30 feet long or something um they they tried making a cuckoo clock but it wasn't authentic enough because cuckoo clocks are made out of wood and here because it was so large and it wasn't practical to use wood for it all they used styrofoam and then painted it and it, and so they rejected that one if you go over to the town of casey illinois they've got a lot of big stuff there uh, there is a company that the owners got a wild hair apparently 
and they start building big things. And uh, they kind of have a slogan over there, um, big things in small towns or something like that. But they have gigantic wind chimes. They have the world's largest golf tee. They have the world's largest mailbox. They have the world's largest crochet hooks and knitting needle. They have the world's largest functional rocking chair. And it's all in downtown. Uh, you can go there and see it. I think they've got a few other things, too. Uh, it's been a, a couple of years since I've been there to see some of the different things. But, you know, those are big. Those are big. You go to the rocking chair. You can look it up online. Just go to Casey, Illinois, and I'm sure you'll just see all these pictures popping up. Uh, the rocking chair is pretty darn impressive. I am I am very impressed with it. Uh, the wind chimes, I believe, was the first thing they did. But, you know, a lot of times, just like the person going back to the satellites, a lot of times people get kind of concerned because they're thinking something is smaller than what it is or is, you know, bigger. It's, it's hard to get an accurate grasp on things. It's kind of like when you hear about the stimulus packages, you know, so many trillion dollars. Well, how much is a trillion? It's huge. It's huge. But we can't comprehend quite that many zeros. So I was thinking of some other things, <clears throat> just out of my own curiosity with um, with size. And um, I don't know how many of you have um, uh, been to Yellowstone National Park. Uh, it's an amazing place. It needs to be on your short list of your bucket list. Um, but it is, it's amazing. It, uh, the size is 3,472 square miles. And if you think about acres and an acre of land, like I sit on a 20-acre piece of ground, 2.2 million acres. Wow. But, you know, we also, let, let's kind of stick with square miles because, you know, especially if you live out in our area, the, the ground and the roads are kind of laid out in square miles. But uh, looking here at Google, it says Yellowstone is larger than the states of Rhode Island and Delaware combined. Now, those are our two small states. So if we take just a little number crunching again, um, and we find out if we made that a square. So let me get my phone turns sideways so I've got other numbers between besides add subtract multiply and divide we take the number of square miles and let's do a square root of that and uh, we are looking at I thought it was a different number let me see let me try punch that in again sorry Okay, I guess that was right. Um, it's uh, right at, if you had a square that was 59 miles on each side, that's how big Yellowstone is. So from Effingham to Terre Haute, Indiana is roughly 60 miles. 
from Effingham up to Champaign-Urbana area, it's, I think it's 60, it's right at about 75 miles. So if you think about wherever you live, you know, about 60 miles on each side is what the size of Yellowstone is. And you may think, oh, well, that's, that. you know, if you're going to go out there for a trip, well, that's not too bad. You know, it doesn't take that long to travel. <clears throat> We're talking mountain roads, people. We're talking about winding roads. We're talking about roads that do not go straight. <laughs> but that's pretty big. Now, how big are some other things whenever we think about them? Um, if we think about the uh, uh, contigu contiguous United States, you know, the 48 states plus uh, the District of Columbia that's all together here, how big is that? Well, that's right at about uh, 3,120,000 square miles. That's pretty big. And, you know, I remember seeing maps where they lay Alaska over top, and it seems like Alaska's, you know, real big. But, you know, it's, they're including also the, uh, the uh, string of islands off the tip. Uh, so if we look at how big Alaska is, well, that's 663,000 miles. So if we take uh, uh, the, the numbers there, I had calculated, it's roughly about four Alaskas would equal all the other states. You know, Alaska's big, but its population is small because most of it is all forest. Most of it is is wilderness. Just a few areas where it's not. Now, you know, if you if you listen to certain, you know, promotions and things, uh, you know, you you have people that I remember in the seventies, you know, really springing up with save the trees, save the trees. And you know what? You know, if you live in a city, how many trees do you see? <laughs> You know, uh, how much green space do you see? And a large percentage of the United States population lives in cities. And if the only place they see trees are in parks and they don't really, they're not really solid forest, you know, they're like, you know, there aren't any trees. But if you look at the United States, and this is including, uh, you know, the whole United States, including Alaska, 36% of our country's landmass is forest. Well, that's a lot. That is a lot of forest. We do have a lot. I mean, it's over a third. It's over a third of the nation is forest. That's big. And if we think about farmland, agricultural land, uh, not counting forests, that's 44%. 44% of our country's land mass grows agricultural products. And if we combine these two numbers, just the ag farmland and the uh, uh, forest, I'm just doing this quickly, do, 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 do. Wow, 
80%. 80% of our landmass is forest or it's ag land, which grows green things. So the rest would include rivers, lakes, towns, cities, villages, megalopolises. <laughs> 20% is really what people occupy, and 80% is either wild forest or managed forest and agricultural land, pastures, fields. That's pretty big. That's big. Um, I was thinking about the um, cities a little bit. And, of course, New York City, probably the most famous city in the country. How big is it as far as population? Well, according to this, um, it is 8 point, I'm going to round here, 8.4 million people as of 2018. That's a big number. So then came the question, um, how many square miles is New York City? It's 302.6. 302.6. That's not a very big number. When you think about how many people are there, that's kind of crowded. So let's crunch some numbers here this morning. And if we take 8,400,000 as a nice average number, and we divide that by 302.6 square miles, we'll find out the population per square mile of New York. Drum roll, please. 27,759. Wow. In a square mile, there's 27,759 people on average. That's huge. That's huge. That is, uh, that's about twice the size of my hometown of Effingham. That isn't far from the population of Effingham County. Uh, and it's all compressed into one square mile. You know what? If I lived in that kind of congestion, I'd be going, <laughs> where's the trees? Where's the trees? Where's the grass? Where's anything but concrete and asphalt and buildings? Um, and people, 27,759 people. Wow. Just in comparison, I live on 20 acres that's a part of a one square mile piece of property. We have uh, the roads encompass it to make square miles. 
and a square mile is 640 acres and I sit on 20 acres. On this square mile, there are three houses. One house has four people living in it. Another house has three people living in it. And the third house has one person living in it. If you want to know what rural is, on my square mile, there's eight people. On a square mile in New York, there's 27,759. That's big. That's big when it comes to the population. And when I look out my window, that's big when it comes to woods and pasture and conservation ground and farm acreage. Anyway, uh, a different kind of podcast today. Just thinking about big and how big some things are and how so often we don't really think about it. Well, you have a great one today. Make the most of it, and we will catch you tomorrow for another cup of coffee right here with me. (laughs) Bye-bye.